<laughs> That's when you realize it's really 5.03. Right. Our bodies are saying it's only 5.03. Actually, none of the clocks have been adjusted here in the studio. You know our automatic atomic clock that is supposed to adjust oh, yeah. automatically? You've got to go set it out on top of the hood of the uh, of the Titan and we, hope that it adjusts again. Yeah, I know. We tried that. It's uh, Anyway, I guess it's one of those manual atomic clocks. <laughs> So, uh, good morning, everybody. That's kind of how I felt when the old, uh, you know, alarm went off this morning. Yeah, oh me God. too. And I couldn't go to sleep because yeah. it was only right. like... Because yep. yeah. <laughs> your body's so telling you. I just kept watching TV and then I'm like... Ah! Yeah, that's exactly it. Man, uh, well, hope you did have an enjoyable weekend uh, for the most part, uh, even though we lost an hour and... Everybody's going to use that as, uh, some people will use that as kind of like their little excuse. And you could be an hour late to stuff. That's what uh, happens. Now, you can't use that excuse in the fall when we fall back. No. Uh, because we gain an hour, and then you're like, well, it was, uh, I, no. Th- but this is the time of year when you can actually pull off the excuse, well, I forgot to turn my clocks, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Mostly cloudy. However, if you're using your phone to wake up as an alarm, it should have automatically done that. So you might not be able to use that as, an, as your excuse. Uh, we are looking at some uh, isolated rain showers today. Just a little bit. Partly cloudy tonight. Now tomorrow, we are 51 will be our high today. 55 will be our high tomorrow, which is the normal high this time of year, 55. And uh, it'll be breezy, mostly cloudy tomorrow. That 40% chance of afternoon rain turns to 70% by Tuesday night. And then as it moves into Wednesday, 90%. We have some moisture coming. That is for sure. Another storm coming through for uh, Tuesday uh, afternoon, evening into all pretty much all day Wednesday. And then Thursday, we're looking good. Uh, but it is going to be valley rain, mountain snow which is kind of how we like it at this point, right? We can we can deal with that instead of uh, two feet of snow in the valleys. We'll take it up in the mountains. Uh, right now, it is 35 and cloudy downtown. You know, I know that radio people and stuff like that are kind of like, you're supposed to be positive. Don't say how you truly feel. But, man, I hate Mondays. <laughs> man. <laughs> Dave, we're going to have so much fun today. I know. You're just not even, it's going to go just like that. No, it won't. And you know it won't. (laughs) Every time at 10.01, we're like, man, that seemed like four weeks on the air this morning. Hey, at least you don't have to go get a mammogram today. Oh, yeah, that's fun. That is fun. I just woke up in the middle of the night. First, I couldn't go to sleep. And then I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's coming. That's coming. (laughs) I got that to look forward to today. (laughs) I told you I would handle that for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, not in the sense of personally, but I said, look, you step up close to the door. If I shut the door while your chestal area is in there, it'll be just like the same thing, right? I just don't think you're going to get the same reading if that Maybe happens. Not. No. Now, it's not like I want to, you know, I mean, see anything. I just I just wanted to give you that same experience of shutting your boobal area into a door. Yeah. But, you know. It, but it feels the same. If you want to still go and get... You know, I could probably, somebody, you know, Lee would, Lee or whoever, a female around here, uh, once you're stuck in the door, they could take a picture and send it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Or do a selfie, Deb. <laughs> just do a selfie. Keep your arm, one arm out there. Okay. <laughs> and then just say, hey, will this be good enough? All right. Uh, do you think that we'll ever have x-ray cameras in the future? There's a thought for you. I mean... Do you think that we'll ever have the technology that we'll be able to... Uh, I mean, uh, we, don't we have those at the airport? Yeah, I'm talking about personally, though. Oh, like, oh like, yeah. I like on your will. phone or at your home or something I mean, like that, they'll say... It's definitely a privacy, an invasion of privacy, but I think you could probably get a hold of one now if you wanted to. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I don't think, think it'll be an app in the app store. No, because that's like what I was thinking. Privacy thing. But, you should be looking but at my stuff. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? X-rays, if you take an X-ray, it'll just be bones. You know what I mean? Yeah, but still, I mean, you can kind still, of see stuff. I guess you could see did maybe you ever, outline. Did you ever, as a kid, buy X-ray glasses and you're like, well, these don't, in the back of a comic book, you'd send off for them? Oh, yeah. Be oh, like, yeah. these don't work. I know. So, they just had well, the swirly things on the lenses. Yeah, and what they did, but <laughs> they had some little red something or other, so you could look and you could write something in yellow oh, yeah. or white. Remember, and you could, oh, yeah. and it Decoder would appear. Glasses. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I hope they don't. Uh, going back to this little invention, can you imagine though? Because if all it does is pick up bones, can you imagine what females would see on a guy, and then go, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, he has a very small bone in that area. <laughs> you must have a little... How did your finger bone get caught in that? All right, a couple things that are uh, coming up here for today and things that you can look forward to, I think. Uh, that is napping day. And what a perfect day for napping day, right? Yes. Yeah. After you have your mammogram. <laughs> this day is observed, of course, uh, every year. The day following return of daylight saving. You lose the hour, so you lost that hour of sleep. So take a nap and enjoy an extra light at the end of the day. Treat yourself to a coconut tort day today, which is just coconut cake, layered coconut cake with uh, some kind of filling inside. Yeah. Mmm. Those Easter cakes are my weakness. You know, every year they have the white cake with the coconut on the top. Yeah, with those really... sometimes they put a little bird nest in the middle of it with eggs, <laughs> with jelly bean eggs. Wow! I am. Those are my. I can eat the whole thing. Well, it's not. It's coming up. So, Easter's not that far away. Uh, March not uh, April 9th. Little south wind today. Be sure and wear your earmuffs. It's National Earmuff Day today. Of course it is. And then of course Ken Day, Barbie's boyfriend, was first introduced on this day in 1961. Don't forget about Ken's uh, smooth areas. It's <laughs> <laughs> not that much. Smoother than much, smooth down there. Yeah, not much going on down you there, buddy. X-ray all you want. Yeah, there's nothing there. Which brings us to our next day, National Jewel Day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so everybody, especially men, yes. celebrate your jewels. Absolutely. Uh, a good Samaritan Day is always a good one, and defy all the odds, tempt fate. It's National Open Umbrella Indoors Day. No, don't do it. Yes. (laughs) We can't forget about Commonwealth Day. And, of course, uh, also another one here for um, our Canine Veterans Day. Yeah. Uh, We we have our Veterans Day in um, November 11th. But today is canine. Oh, I love that. There's a Veterans Day. little monument out at the uh, the Draper, the Veterans Memorial Cemetery. Out, they have a little section. They have a little space for the canines. 
That is so cool. A little tribute to the canine yeah. uh, officers. That's just how Draper works. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, we're just stepping it up just like that. Anyway, no, a big shout out to those animals that are well-trained, but of course have either passed on or uh, the uh, or retired our Canine Veterans Day. Uh, we'll send out a big old bark to you. Send out a bark to him, Deb. Oh, gal. <laughs> the best I can do on short notice, Dave. German shepherds out there. <laughs> They're going to be going, what the heck was that? There we go. There we go. There we go. You just crank that up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. We're on our way back here just a little bit. Latest air from Jordan Davis. Next thing you know, it's Monday, and we will not see the sunrise today until about noon. <laughs> it won't get, won't even get light until about noon, and then it gets dark at about uh, nine o'clock. No, yeah, there it is. It's it uh, just kind of pushes it back just a little bit. I think I mentioned, I may have still kept it in the uh, in my little things here, but I think I said something like. 7.44 is the sunrise, and 7.30 is the uh, sunset. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, we're, I'm talking about just sort of daylight. 7.42, sunrise, 7.32, sunset. There you go. Pretty close. Missed it by a couple minutes, but Come on, anyway. Dave. That's all I know. <laughs> so much for my meteorology uh, license. The weekend's over. We hope you had a great one. I swear to God, I'm going to come down harder on you on Monday. What is today? It's going to be like a friggin' hurricane. Today's Monday. Well, then. Well, then you better bring it. Bring what? Coffee and donuts? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's already been for rock. I would make my day. Showtime. So, with us springing forward here, it's a sure sign that spring is coming. Keep our fingers crossed. Spring means a lot of fun things. Warm weather, spending more time outside, vacations maybe. Baseball also means uh, the not-so-fun tradition of spring cleaning. Do you do a little spring cleaning? Yeah. Do you? Uh, Do you do fall as well? Or uh, is it year-round for you? Spring cleaning, I like try to do all the windows in the house inside and out. But I got to wait till this weather stops, you know? yeah. Because uh, otherwise, fall, you're just going to get the spots right back the on The fall there. cleaning, I kind of do, you know, you put away the patio stuff. Yeah. Um, Typical stuff, right? Yeah. Spring cleaning, though, I mean, it just seems to be. Now, Marie Kondo, we've talked about that. Talking about uh, getting rid of things that do not spark joy. Uh, my wife is actually going through this process herself right now. And she's... <laughs> she's... Going Did she through. tell you not to come so, back? So she told me to, to stay <laughs> at work. She said, look, uh, I just am going through these things, and uh, you really don't bring much joy to my life. So if there's a chance that you could just uh, <laughs> stop by the DI and donate yourself. So they uh, they say, what room do you really need to tackle? What's your biggest obstacle in uh you know, I had a room that I did last year in our house that was kind of an eyesore for a long time, and man, it felt good to find it. In Doesn't fact, feel good. There are even weirdly as this sounds, uh, that was probably what six, eight months ago, maybe even longer. <clears throat> but as weird as this sounds, 
I still go into that room and I walk around. And I'm like, I do the same thing with my basement. You know, because I really spent some time and energy and money in organizing and cleaning yeah. up the basement. And every time I go down there, it's like, Whoo! Uh, yeah, it is. So it is awesome. A, definitely a good feeling. And anyway, my wife is doing the closet thing right now, and that's when I think she pulled out. <laughs> and I don't. I hope I'm not selling her out too much. But she pulled out, and she made me guess one day. She goes, how many shoes do you think I have? Oh, man. How many pairs of shoes? Does she have a shoe thing? No. Because um, I do. A little bit. Oh, I'm bad. A little. Well, oh, a shoe thing. I thought you meant a shoe, place to put her shoes. Oh, There's a no, little a rack, thing. but then, um, the and uh, and that's part of the issue. And <clears throat> But I don't even know if I want to sell her out. How how many pairs of shoes do you think you have? Oh my gosh! Is probably a hundred at least? Do you about a hundred? Yeah. Oh, then it's not least. so bad. I hope you're listening, listen, <laughs> Linda. That's, in comparison to Deb, then I think you're okay. But uh, hers isn't quite that much. But man, she and she's so sweet about it. She's like, oh my gosh, I want. And I said, look, if it if it brings you joy, <laughs> hold them in your hand, and if it brings you joy. Uh, hang on to them. We'll figure out a place to put them. But anyway, uh, and she is just super concerned. And, and, of course, now when she's going through her clothes, ha- have you ever done this and gone through and you find clothes that you still have the tag on them? Yeah, I have some. Not very many, but yeah. I have some. And you're like, holy crap. Yeah. Uh, I may or may not have forgot about this. Yeah. I went out and bought it. It brought me joy for a moment, and then I never wore it. Anyway, uh, maybe it's not a room you need to tackle. Maybe your life needs a little spring cleaning. What do you want to change most about your life right now? Uh, Mine is more consistent exercising. That's what I want to change about my life right now. Mine should be, but that's not what it is. What would yours be about your life? No, No room, no... Uh, just what is one thing about your life? Uh, Take a a look at your soul, Deb. Probably, I don't know. Probably just eat better. Yeah. You guys had an eat fest over the weekend, didn't you? Well, we went to, uh, we went to Maddox on Friday. Yeah. And then yesterday we had lasagna and cake. So, and then, uh. Saturday we tried the new Mobetas in Farmington. Oh, that's good. So, no, that, yeah, well, you kind of yeah, did. Yeah, we kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny how I said you had a, a an eat fest and you're like, well, <laughs> well, well, let me go over the list. Yes. I don't think Yesterday, it was a. We did. I don't think it was an eat fest until you start naming <laughs> off all the places you went. And by the way, uh, is there a chance that you guys have scored uh, some kind of an inside inside track to Maddox? We give them a lot of love on the air. No, there's no nothing. Inside. Not nothing. even there's a, nothing. No. Not even a ten percent discount. Oh no! Not a free roll. Oh no! Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, not even sakes. a reservation, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well then, uh, screw that. Then you guys, uh, we, whenever you guys go up there to eat, just call it. Uh, you went and that secret place. That one place. <laughs> it's so delicious, <laughs> though. I know. I know. I'm being kind of silly. Um, now. Now that it's daylight savings time, uh, you didn't do before the time change something you, you know, now we lose an hour. And ever, I know everybody's going, you don't lose it. It just adjusts. Yeah, you just have more daylight in the evening, which I am so happy about because yeah. in the winter, I'm just a slug. 
because it's like, well, it's going to be dark by five o'clock. <laughs> no, it's slug with a G. Oh, okay. <laughs> In the winter time, it's just like, oh, it's going to be dark by five. I'm not going to get anything going. I'm not going to do anything. It is tough. But and now it was, it's going to be well, dark. It's super tough when you come to work dark and leave the work dark. Yeah, because that's winter what you time, do. Yeah. That's what I do. Yep. Kind of like, strange. If you've done any amount of traffic, uh, Deb. Traffic. You've you done any amount of split how shifts. How hard it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now we are at over 660 inches for this year. This is their Alta measurement, and then last year it was about 543. The record, and I'm just kind of going. Uh, give me an inch or two. <laughs> Bet you've said that before. <laughs> Given an inch or two, uh, the record was in eighty-one, eighty-two, and that put down to seven hundred and forty-three inches, I believe, seven hundred uh, somewhere around there. So, man, when you're talking about another one or one to two, by the end of the week, after a couple of these storms that come by, we may be over the seven hundred mark uh, and getting close to maybe breaking that record that was set uh, forty years ago. So crazy uh, stuff and uh, amount of moisture that's up there, which is awesome, and it's good, and we'll take it, and we love it, and hopefully we start to make a little dent in our uh, drought situation. Got the Pledge of Allegiance coming up here right after the break, and a chance for you to go ahead and help us out with that. If you want to give us a buzz, the studio line is available and open right now at 801-570-5767. All right, we're back. Time for the Pledge of Allegiance. We are uh, taking it a couple of different ways. Of course, you can uh, call in, which is what we invited you all to do here just a couple of minutes ago. Or you can pre-record it. And on your own device, you can email it to us at Dave and Deb at KSOPCountry.com. Uh, yeah, we do. We, uh, we Even though we only have five listeners, they gave us our own email. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, They're still hoping. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And then uh, you can also go to our app. It's fun. It's free. There's a little uh, tab in our app that says open mic, and you can record it there as well. Right now, we're heading to the phones. Who is this? Hi, this is Hannah. Hi, Hannah. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. Happy Monday. How'd you make it through the old losing an hour of sleep kind of sort of sense? Uh, Sunday was a little rough and confusing, but otherwise doing well today. Yeah. Because, you know, it's really only uh, 5.40 in the morning. <laughs> are, are you already off on your commute? Like, are you heading off to work or school? or? Yeah, I just got to work. Okay. You want to do a little shout-out to your work? Um, I'm actually at the VA, so this is, oh. I'm at the VA today, so this is fitting. Oh, awesome. yeah, that is so really cool. Is. Especially when we were talking a little earlier about our K-9. Uh, it's K-9 Veterans Day today as well, and so we remember... Not only uh, our animal canine uh, vets, is, but also our vets, like you mentioned, and you get to see them every day. Yeah, no, they're they're awesome. The best oh. part of my life. That is so cool. We appreciate you calling and helping us out. We know that you're on a little bit of a tight schedule. We'll let you roll with our pledge and uh, have yourself an amazing Monday, all right? All right. Thanks. You too. Go ahead. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. 
I was just out of the service thumbing through the classifieds When the night that said old Chevy somehow caught my eye The lady didn't know the year or even if it ran But I had that thousand dollars in my hand It was way back in the corner of this old ramshackle barn With thirty years of dust and dirt on that green army tarp when I pulled the cover off, it took away my breath What she called a Chevy was a 66 Corvette I felt a little guilty as I counted out the bills What a thrill I got when I sat behind the wheel I opened up the glove box and that's when I found a note the date was 1966 and this is what he wrote He said my name is Private Andrew Malone And if you're reading this then I didn't make it home But for every dream that shattered another one comes true This car was once a dream of mine now it belongs to you Though you may Always be riding with Private Malone Well, it didn't take me long at all I had her running good I loved to hear those horses thunder underneath her hood I had her shining like a diamond And I'd put the red top down All the pretty girls would stop and stare As I drove her through town Buttons on the radio didn't seem to work quite right But it picked up that oldie show, especially late at night I'd get the feeling sometimes if I turned real quick I'd see Soldier riding shotgun in the seat right next to me It was a young man named Private Andrew Malone Who fought for his country But for every dream that shattered, another one comes true This car was once a dream of his, back when it was new He told me to take her and make her my own And I was proud to be riding with Private Malone Said they thought they saw a soldier pull me out They didn't get his name But I know without a doubt It was a young man named Private Andrew Malone Who fought for his country and never made it home But for every dream that shattered Another one comes true this car was once a dream of his back when it was new And I know I wouldn't be here if he hadn't tagged along Yeah, that night I was riding with Private Malone
David Ball riding with riding with Private Malone, Hannah with our Pledge of Allegiance right before that. And a shout out to the VA hospital where she works as she's just pulling in and she took out the time of her morning out of the of her morning to help us out with the Pledge of Allegiance. Thank you so much, Hannah. Uh, appreciate that. She did such a great job. Coming up, daylight saving time. How many of us, what percentage of us actually like shifting twice a year? Doesn't really surprised me. Yeah, a little bit. You know what else surprised me is the percentage of couples that would sleep in separate beds to get a better night's rest. Now, that really surprised me. Yeah. Yeah, You'll be interested. Yeah. You'll be interested to know what percentage that is. Still on the way as well, we are going to find out that. Our collective IQ has dropped, so we're getting stupider. <laughs> We've got the dumb. Yep. <laughs> and if you're trying to fix the morning show, uh, you can't fix Sorry. stupid. Plus, we're going to be talking about some of those things that used to be normal but are now dangerous. That is on the is, way. Is lawn darts on the list? It could be, right? <laughs> yeah, that used to be normal. I know. Yeah. And now it's dangerous. Heads up. Morgan Wallen and last night, a uh, two minute and 35 second song, kind of like how much sleep you got last night. (laughs) Uh, Last night, speaking of which, uh, we are probably waking up a little more groggy this morning because really it's only 555 right now, your body. That's what I'm going to keep telling myself. It was like when I was laying there on the uh, old recliner in the living room last night and uh, I'm sitting there, well, why am I not tired? It's, it's normally time to go to bed. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's uh, only 8.30, not 9.30. You know, yeah. your body is telling you. And so you're kind of trying to adjust to that um, little change a little bit. They say that there are seven crimes that are less common during daylight saving time. Springing forward, of course, uh, gives you a little bit more daylight in the uh, later hours. Home Security System Company, which, by the way, we'll just go ahead and name it because it's Utah-based. Vivint put this thing together. Home Security-based uh, company just looked at uh, property crime rates specifically between 5 and 7 p.m. Here's just a few of the crimes that tend to be less common when the sun sets later in the day. Uh, robberies and muggings. Can't do that. It's too. It's daylight to outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stolen cars. Uh, theft of car parts, like crawling under and sawing off somebody's catalytic converter. Yeah. However, you'd think that uh, more daylight would give them a better (laughs) chance to do that. Opportunity to work. Uh, thefts from buildings. Again, I think it's all just obviously because, uh, you are more likely to be seen and identified. Property damage. Breaking into cars and stealing stuff. And shoplifting. All right. So, so how many crime drops seven percent yeah. during daylight saving? We'll take it, right? Now, twenty-one percent of us actually like this shifting twice a year. Uh, according to a new poll, twenty-one percent of us uh, say we think changing clocks the way we're doing it is the best option. Sixty-two percent of us want to stop shifting the clocks, and the other seventeen percent are undecided. Now. Of the people who stop, uh, want to stop doing it, 50% of those people think that we should switch to permanent daylight saving time. So in other words, stay right here where we're at now, 
year-round. 31% want permanent standard time. Uh, everybody else said that they don't really have an opinion on this one. Uh, do you know if we're in daylight saving time or standard time right now? A lot of Americans don't, apparently. Uh, the poll was done last week, and 56% thought we were in daylight saving time last week. But we are now, right. as of Sunday. So then what happens in the fall, we go off daylight saving time. Just back to standard time. Right. 19% of Americans prefer making uh, waking up when it's dark outside. Uh, something happens more because of... Uh, Something that happens more because of the daylight saving time, obviously, because now you're what would normally be getting uh, light here. I don't know, probably around six forty something or other. Uh, now it's seven forty. Yeah, seven uh, percent of us are waking up in the dark most of the year, no matter what, which is us. Yeah. Uh, that's how many said they wake up before 5 a.m. on weekdays. 68% of us wake up before 8, and only 13% of us roll out of bed after 9 a.m. on the oh, weekdays. Man, how would it be? <laughs> oh, that sounds <laughs> on fantastic. Week, on the weekdays, right? <laughs> well, maybe we will make a lot of people happy. And uh, in 60, what was the last count? 62 years, uh, Deb and I will retire. <laughs> No, maybe it was more like 30. I still can't then. 30 something. So. Even then, I don't know what it was. Uh, and then, of course, um, how many of us sleep in separate beds right now? It'd be interesting I to find do out. I know couples that do this. Yeah. Now, if you have an opinion on this, we would like to hear from you. Uh, at five seven zero fifty seven sixty seven, you can either call or text safely if you wouldn't mind. Does it work? Does it cause hard feelings? Why do you do it? I'm assuming you do it because of snoring. That's kind of what I'm guessing. I mean, yeah, you have the occasional times where somebody's mad at each other and they've had a discussion <laughs> and you sleep separate. But we're talking about on a regular basis. Do you sleep separate and why? Now, for some people, uh, the bed is kind of a party zone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, what I mean by that is it's filled with pets and snacks and electronics and stuffed animals and, of course, a partner and some not-so-tired kids, which uh, kind of begs this question, how do any of us get any sleep? March is National Sleep Awareness Month, and for some people, uh, the best sleep comes when we are alone. In a new poll, 49% of people who live with a partner say they either sleep in separate beds or would try it if it meant they could get better sleep. So that's one out of two of us. Yeah. Now, my wife has asked me this many a time. She says, look, why don't I just sleep in a separate room? Why don't you, you know, why don't we just... I know people that have separate, you know, his room, her room. I can't do it. Because? I don't know why. It's I can't do it. I would rather have horrible night's rest, but I can do a horrible night's rest on my own. I don't need <laughs> I don't need any other reason. I have, you know, I just sleep horrible anyway. And so I I keep telling her that I'm like it's fine. It's not you. It's doesn't matter. Now, they say that uh, sleeping with the partner can be disrupting. 35% uh say that they wake up when their partner steals the covers. Another 35% are bothered by tossing and turning. And other common disruptors include this. Sleeping with the TV on, snoring, Sleeping with the lights on, a partner who doesn't shower before bedtime, and kids climbing into bed. Well, that's weird. You really do get bothered because your partner doesn't shower? 
Could the smell be that bad? I mean, is that maybe I, what they're I talking about? Never. That has never, I have never bothered me. Right. Ever. I've I never sat there. I guess if they're stinky. I guess. But how do I you mean, get stinky in just one day? Right. I mean, you'd have to mess your pants and then just not worry oh, about dang. it. I mean, <laughs> in that case, you'd certainly want to shower. <laughs> well, I would think, right? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't anybody shower? I don't yeah. know why, but just uh, anyway. Now, the poll also found that people who slept in the same room as a family member growing up, like a sibling um, with a family member, uh, had an easier time dealing with sleep disruptions as an adult. I think there was a time where. I think me and my older, my next up sister, Nancy, may have slept in the same room downstairs when we were kids. Uh, but I shared a room that, with I my think... sister, and I, I I, think I'm the snorer, though. I think I'm the disruptor. But you don't get disrupted very easily, right? I mean... I don't think so. I think I'm a pretty deep sleeper. Yeah, that's what you've mentioned before. Yeah. yeah. Do not say my name. I know a couple who sleeps in separate beds because of his work schedule. And he gets up early, and she likes to read at night. Uh, what the hell? She's home all day alone. Read then. Uh, and no, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was at home, and he was somewhere else. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sorry about yeah, that. Uh, wife snores like a sailor. The living room is my bedroom. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. We knew an older couple, and like they're way older, you know, into their seventies. Uh, that where he slept out on the recliner, um, and I he know. would do he'd do the uh, he'd do the. It was interesting because he would t- he told us this when we were home teaching, <laughs> 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 and he he said, "I take a half an Ambien uh, to go to sleep, and then I wake up halfway through the night and I take the other half of Ambien, to, and he and then he just sleeps the Why whole night. Why not just take the whole one for a whole night's well, sleep? Well, here's the thing: I, Ambien mm. helps. Ambien is at least is my understanding. Ambien is supposed to help you fall asleep for people but who not have a heart, but not necessarily stay asleep oh. that as long. So um, that's why he kind of split that up. Don't say my name. Uh, my father and his wife have separate have had separate bedrooms their entire relationship because of snoring. My stepmom has to deal with multi arm braces, uh, so she can't have her arms bumped due to constant surgery. Yeah. Uh, I drive truck locally, but there are times once in a while I have to stay out of town. Neither me or my wife can sleep because we are so used to being together. Sleeping in separate beds just seems strange. My wife snores like a freight train, and I, but I can't sleep if it's too quiet. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it's tough. But- More of your comments coming in. Uh, we want to know how many of you sleep in separate beds and why. I asked the couple who sleeps in separate beds uh, how they figure out moving furniture. And she said, he'll text me, or I'll text him. (laughs) Hey, your room or mine? (laughs) I wonder if they alternate. Come over for a couple of minutes. (laughs) Hey, want to have a booty call down the hall? (laughs) Yeah. Ah, good old T-Hub, dancing in the country. Tyler Hubbard and his latest here on the Z. It is uh, 710 and happy Monday, everybody. Uh, Monday after the old losing an hour. Today's show is brought to you by Daylight Saving Time. My boyfriend told me he wanted to have sex Saturday night at 1.59 a.m. Just so he could brag that he lasted an hour and two minutes. Oh, boy. Heck, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea right there. Uh, we are talking about uh, sleeping in separate beds, especially, you know, I mean, 
Sleep is on our mind this morning, I think, for most of us, uh, just because it was a little bit of a short night. Um, for some, because you sit there and think, well, I'm fine. I can stay up later because it's really only this time. And it's hard to fall asleep when your body is used to falling asleep at a certain time. Uh, somebody said, definitely the same bed. We are both cuddlers. Couldn't do it any, any other way. Uh, we've done this for years. My wife likes the room at 80 degrees. And I like it. It's like a terrarium. Yeah. Uh, and I like is... it much cooler or I can't sleep. Yeah, my wife will crank it up too. She's uh, it's yeah, we have but kind can of the you same. control the temperature in in each room? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, the, uh, sorry about that. The gas fireplace. We oh. have a we have a fireplace in the bedroom, and so she'll you know the door will be kind of closed, and she'll crank that sucker up, and it's like walking you come from in, it's like, uh, yeah, it's the like, gates of hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hot. <laughs> uh, don't say my name. We've had separate rooms for 15 plus years because of his snoring. Although we're used to it, it's always bothered me a little. It really bothered me at first. Uh, that being said, when we're forced to sleep together, I end up being awake all night. Like, oh, I guess if you go on vacation. Right, or... right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. You have the issues when you... I don't like going out of town because I have to sleep with Bob. I know. Unless you book two cabin rooms on a cruise. <laughs> Two separate cabin rooms. Right. I guess you could do that. It might be a little pricey to do it that way. More pricey, but uh, well, there you go. What are what are your little stories? Do you sleep in separate beds, and why? <laughs> Bailey Zimmerman, uh, Zimmerman, rocking a hard place. Okay. Well, it just sometimes, goes to show. Sometimes an hour is a lot. It really is. <laughs> just goes to show you that I guess as many times as people think that we practice what we're going to say before we open up our mouth or open up the microphone. This is not voice track. Not this so much. This is real. Yeah. Uh, good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. And uh, those two words together are a little difficult, especially after our bodies are trying to adjust here a little bit to the uh, new schedule. Did you watch the Oscars? I did not. Uh, we had family over and we were watching uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, well, they're still going on, actually. <laughs> so you, you could probably still catch them. For best animated feature. Ah. And the Oscar goes to Guillermo del Toro's ah. Pinocchio. For performance by an actor in a supporting role. <laughs> performance by an actress in a supporting role. Jamie Lee. For achievement in directing. Everything, everywhere, For performance by an actor in a leading role. Brendan Fraser. For performance by an actress in a leading role. Michelle Yeoh. For best picture. Everything, everywhere. A uh, little short synopsis for you there, uh, or a little montage of uh, some of the winners there, of Maybe course. Maybe I've been under a rock. I've never heard of this movie. I've heard of it, but I have never seen it. Everything, everywhere uh, won all of the Oscars all at once. <laughs> it, was, uh, <laughs> it's, uh... it won the most of the Oscars it was up for, uh, specifically. Seven out of the 11, including, of course, Best Picture. Wow. Crazy, right? Uh, the only acting award it didn't win was Best Actor, but they, that movie, didn't have a nominee in that category. Brendan Fraser won that for The Whale. The Whale. And to yeah. be honest, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I haven't seen that one either. 
So I don't know, I, but I want to see that one. I heard mm. that was really good. I don't need to. I look in the mirror myself. <laughs> oh, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but it was amazing, though, that it did win. Um, it was it won something like makeup and whatever uh, because they made that Brendan. Who, what's his name? Frazier. Uh-huh. Uh, they made him look um, like weigh a lot. Yeah. And. I did have a family member that really wanted to see that. They went and saw it, and they says, yeah, it was actually a pretty good movie, you know. So, anyway. Um, uh, if you want to see that movie, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, it's streaming now on Paramount+, Plus, Roku Channel, Spectrum TV, Showtime, Anytime, Showtime, Prime Video, Apple TV, Redbox, or Vudu on your Roku device. So, I don't. it's a sci-fi movie. I'm not huge on sci-fi, but right. uh, maybe I'll check it out. There you go. Or if you uh, want to put it even into a, a shorter context. Uh... And now, in case you missed it, the entire Academy Awards in less than 10 seconds. Red carpet. Jimmy Kimmel monologue. Movie clips. Awards. Singers. Film highlights. Commercials. Dead people montage. Political statements. More awards. Speeches. And that was the 95th Academy Awards in 10 seconds. There it is. The whole rundown <laughs> of it right there. You can count on that. Uh, now, of course, uh, Jimmy Kimmel making a couple of... I thought he did a great job. I didn't watch the whole thing. I was kind of in and out a little bit, but... Talked a little bit about the slap. Yeah, he did, and that's uh, this is that section of uh, his um, little joke about that. We know this is a special night for you. We uh, want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. So we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor (laughs) and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. No, but seriously, the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. (laughs) Sit there and do absolutely nothing. Uh, and then even halfway through the show, I did catch this party. Uh, he says, hey, we're back. We're about halfway through the show, and nobody's been slapped. How about that? <laughs> uh, then he high-fived Cocaine Bear, who showed up earlier in the night to present an award to Elizabeth Banks. He also joked about whether Robert Blake would be included in the memoriam segment, and he wasn't. <laughs> John Travolta Ouch. got choked up introducing the segment, probably at least in part because it included his longtime friend Olivia Newton-John. Right. Other absentees included Paul Sorvino, Anne Heche, and Gilbert Gottfried from the memorial segment. They're all mentioned on the Oscar website. Um, all right. There you go. Uh, and it just uh, seemed, um, I thought it was okay. And here's the thing is I, uh, they, man, they they had no compassion at all for somebody up there giving their acceptance speech. Uh, I mean, Leeway, I shouldn't say. Not compassion. Leeway is a better word. They were running a tight ship. Yeah, they were. They were giving the cane to the person who was running overtime. Several times when... Did you watch the whole thing? No, but several times... I'm surprised that you watched any of it. uh, I know. Well, I I wanted to fall asleep. Now, why was... I was trying to fall asleep. It was my (laughs) Ambien. Lady Gaga came out. Uh, She had no makeup on. She was in a t-shirt, ripped jeans... And did uh, hold my hand. Didn't catch that. I did I, catch the I, I Rihanna. Don't, I don't know. Maybe she's part of this, uh, let's be au natural. Let's, maybe. Uh, with the makeup thing. Right. It's kind of cool, though. She looks, she, you know, if we all could look that good with no makeup, ripped jeans and a t-shirt. But, no, so anyway, but there were, uh, um, what was I going to say? There were several times something or other. 
anyway, it was, uh, it just seemed like, oh, you know, when I, at least so far from what I caught, it wasn't like there was any kind of big political platforms. Uh, they were pretty concise on their um, speeches as far as that they would just turn off the mic. They, it was really weird. We're not going to put up with your liberal BS, Dave. Because <laughs> they, they stood up there, even if there were like a couple of writers or whatever the you know category was, and you you, you would pick ex- who's going to talk because you're all three not going to talk. Pretty much, yeah. And then when the one guy even kind of did his thing, he would turn, and then the next guy would walk up and he'd go, "I just want to thank my fa- my family." <laughs> And they played the music, you know and it was I it, man. I think that's how it should be because it gets super boring. And I know they've worked their butts off on these films, but pick who's going to talk. Yeah, give them thirty seconds and call yeah. it good. Yeah, that's about what they did. They were pretty tight on it. Call now to play Ned Ledoux Ticket Tag five seven zero five seven six seven five seven zero five seven six seven. Well, what is it like to be a country star married to a health fanatic? <laughs> <laughs> Jason Aldean talks about how his wife Brittany keeping him in line uh, eating better. A lot of protein, a lot of vegetables, not a lot of carbs, not a lot of sugar. I mean, it's it's really not rocket science, you know. It's that's pretty much it. Protein is is the key, and carbs is not not eating those is the other key. That's a tough one. No bread for oh, you. Oh man, it's Jason Aldean. It don't take two proteins. And no carbs, no sugar, or low carbs and low sugar. It's Jason Aldean talking about how uh, he is uh, trying to be uh, in shape. Uh, I'm guessing that probably at no real choice of his, Brittany probably has a lot to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a different Jason since they got married. Yeah. Uh, He looks, you know, leaner. Yeah, the things we do, right? Posts a lot on socials. Yeah. Morning, Z104, your caller, Z. What's your name? Jen. Jen, Jen, how the heck? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Yeah. you're our first winner, so there's no name to know of the previous winner. You're going to see Ned Ledoux, uh, beautiful Ogden Amphitheater on June 16th, presented by Enable Utah. Uh, special guest Neon Union. It's just going to be an amazing show. I love the Ogden Amphitheater. It's just a great venue. Have you been there before? I have. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. So much fun. You're going free on the Z. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. All that information's on our website. But Jen, we're hooking you up. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank now, you. Now we need your last name for the next winner. Okay, Shoop. Jen Shoop. Is the name you need to know for uh, eleven forty ticket tag with Jim Jim Shoop. So get your tickets. Uh, we'll see everybody out there, and it's just going to be an amazing night uh, with Neon Union and Ned Ledoux. Oh Shoop, nice. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard it all. What's the, heard it all? Yeah, I'm sure you have. <laughs> Which one um, have I mean? Like, are there some things about your name that you have? Uh, you're kind of like I kind of like that one. Um, like, do you go to the ice cream store and get a shoop of ice cream? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> right. it's, it's surprising how many people can't get it right. It seems pretty straightforward like, how to do me. They but say it? Uh, shop, sh- uh, gosh, Shoupe, yeah, yeah, right. It's just <laughs> it's so French, funny. That's the French version. 
<laughs> and you'd think that it would be easy to to catch on because we, you know, we put our left shoe on and we put our right shoe on in the morning and it just seems like it's a no-brainer. All right, thanks right. a lot. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, you're going free on the Z again. That is Ned Ledoux, ticket tag at 740, 1140, and 340. Okay, be on the Z. Here, Kane Brown, his new one. It's called Bury Me in Georgia. So what are some of those things that uh, we used to do that seemed normal, like throwing lawn darts across the uh, yard <laughs> with a six-inch metal spike, uh, half-inch in diameter at least, or three-quarters? Those things were heavy. And you'd chuck those clear over there and then try to land them in the circular. We were fine. It's like kids' knife throwing. It's like, yeah. how did we? I mean, we had... We always had a set of those at the house. Yeah, they were fun. Let's go and out and play just, lawn darts. Yeah, you'd launch them up in the air. They'd have some little fin. Just so you know what lawn darts are, it was it was kind of an object that was probably, what, 10, 12 inches long, and it had uh, about a six-inch spike on the end, which weighted it so you could throw it, and then it had <laughs> so, these fins. So you could really, really wing it into somebody. It and, <laughs> and then you had kind of a hula hoop type of a thing down on the ground, and you would try tossing those suckers up in the air and having them come down and land in the hula hoop, and you uh, ended up scoring scoring some points that way. If you didn't end up in the ER. What are some of those everyday things that used to be normal but now are considered dangerous? Lead-based paint and leaded gas. Do you remember when you're like, we're going to get some of that new unleaded gas? Yeah. You want leaded or unleaded? I don't. Deb, I don't remember back that far. (laughs) My parents told me about it. My parents told me about it, but yeah, chemically made colors with arsenic pigments in it. Now I don't remember that. I don't don't. know what kind of colors, but pigment pigments with arsenic. Yeah. Buildings and household appliances that contained asbestos. Uh, Batteries and fertilizer containing uh, cadmium. 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 Talc. Now, I remember this. My mom always used Johnson's baby powder. All Always. Talc in baby powder and cosmetic powders that's been linked to cancer. Yeah, but don't they still have it? Haven't they figured out a better way to do it? I think they still have baby powder. Uh, I don't know. They must have taken the talc out. I guess. Uh, so the uh, so now it's just uh, baby powder without talc. It's I just cornstarch, I think. Yeah, so you might as well. I don't know because I don't use it, but my mom always used it. Couldn't you just use baking soda? <laughs> you could. <laughs> <laughs> don't confuse it with baking powder. Well, it's baking. <laughs> uh, cornstarch. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> well, let me put some baking soda on uh, your baby. That's right. Whatever. No, it's, you... it's cornstarch. It's like it's. Smelly cornstarch. I mean, like, they put different smells in it. Right. Teflon in non-stick cookware. Uh, Remember, that was the thing to have yeah. a Teflon set of cookware. A big thing. And now they say they had ca- cancer-causing chemicals in some of the Teflon. The primary concern is a chemical chemical called uh, perfluorinocanonic acid, which was used to make Teflon until about 2013. Uh, remember when your science teacher used liquid mercury in school experiments? <laughs> I do remember that, actually. Uh, that was I love cool, that. Though. It was cool. It was so amazing to look at. <laughs> it was yeah. so awesome to play with. Uh, man, whenever you we had a broken thermometer, I mean, if somebody broke the thermometer, we would ask if we could pour the mercury out on the table. Yeah. And just kind of watch that little blob move around. And you'd try to push it or squeeze it. A little and it killer would, blob. Yes, it was the killer blob. <laughs> 
Uh, cars only started requiring seatbelts in 1966, and some states it took decades for seatbelts to become the law. So also... Uh, car seats for babies didn't become mainstream thing until the 80s. I uh, never wore a car seat as a kid. Yeah. Or I'm not sorry, not a car seat, a seatbelt. Never. We never. Isn't we pile crazy? in the big station wagon. Yeah. We're rolling around in this thing the size We're of an office. Around. Yep. And you're nobody's secured. I know. I know. We uh, around 50 years ago, hitchhiking was a common way of getting around. I'll just oh. hitch a ride. Yeah. My mom, she'd pick those babies up. All the time. The, the pick, hitchhikers, hitchhikers up, hitchhikers up? up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, man. When uh, we lived in Cali, that was our life. She'd pick up the hitchhikers with their surfboards. Isn't that crazy? The and we all, I mean, for the most part, survived. You know, it was one of those things. Now, any of these things, are they're just Drank dangerous. out of a garden hose. Yeah. Oh, I know. Somebody, I, I don't, I can't remember where I heard it, but they just were like, ew. Drink out of a garden hose. It's I mean, like, it has I a funky t- time. It has a funky taste, but I don't think we all would die over it. Uh, it's the taste of the hose. I think that um, maybe some hoses now have, um, you know, irrigation water. My in mom it. would yeah. just tell so us that I, I that I get, but the hose that was hooked to your house is. Yeah, my mom yeah, would say, fine. if it's hooked to the house, it's fine. But don't you kids drink that Weber water. <laughs> You'll get the diarrhea. <laughs> well, it's true, though. It's but, true. Um, we used to play in the irrigation ditch. Oh, yeah. my son, That was fun. My son did that and got the Giardia. So nice. <laughs> that did come to come to pass. Right. Well, so did, Literally. So did ours. <laughs> when we started being told what was in it. And but, I know now that they make, uh, you know, I, I just discovered this now. I mean, if you've done any amount of RV traveling, right? <laughs> <laughs> then you would know they have these hoses that you hook up for the uh, water, the the that you drink, that are lined differently than other regular garden hose, so they don't taste like rubber when it you know goes into your uh, Especially holding when tank. It's hot, yeah. It always tasted really weird when it was hot. Yeah, right. when it's a hot hose. <laughs> Now, there's also uh, cigarettes. And while people have known for a while that cigarettes can't be good for you, uh, it's only been about 20 years, the la- about 20 years since people were um, stopped from smoking indoors at restaurants, bars, and venues. And do you remember just like a soda machine or a snack machine? Yeah. Uh, they'd have a cigarette machine. Yeah. You could just buy a, a pack of cigarettes in a vending machine. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, to think about the fact that we could just. Smoke out in public, and it was uh, the norm. <laughs> Casey Heyman says, my mom used to breastfeed me as she drove around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Well, that's living on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> I still do that. Wait for it. There we go. We're just like, there we go. Uh, I was trying to put all that together, or none of it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. 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 No, I just have Linda drive and then I lay on her lap and oh, it's fine. No, oh my gosh. Man. Oh my gosh. Listen to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad until I explained it and then I'm like, oh, that's gross. How'd you think we were talking, right? Morning shout outs with Dave and Deb. Z104. Well, all right. Had a couple of little shout outs I'd like to do um, to roll out here this morning. Um, I did a wedding gig on Saturday night, uh, Friday night, excuse me, Friday night, uh, and it was a, oh my gosh, it was uh, just a ton of fun and a great family. Big congrats go out to Alexis and Alex. 
Oh, Isn't that man. crazy? Alex and Alex. Yeah, it's pretty cool how they uh, both have. So they had this big backdrop of AA that they could, you know, and, and do some fun stuff like that. Now, the, uh, the last name of Quick uh, was involved here as well. Now, Alexis, uh, she has a little nickname that she goes by as Ness. Okay. Nesquick. Nesquick. I like it, right? I love yeah, that. it was a little bit of uh, play on words there. And then, uh, and of course, uh, Lori and Chris uh, Layton, a big shout out to all y'all. Thank you so much uh, for getting me to do the gig on uh, Saturday. Jed and Tessa were the uh, photographers. Shout out to you guys. They listened to us as well. Uh, Thomas Quick and Chris Quick. And because there were so many Quicks involved, I uh, thought I would say a little funny joke, and at one point I go, well, let's just hope that uh, tonight, the, for the honeymoon, it's not a quickie. <laughs> <laughs> did, did anybody laugh? And nobody laughed. It's pretty and good so, joke, Dave. Yeah, but, it's I, pretty but, good. but nobody, <laughs> nobody <laughs> laughed. Uh, happy birthday, Natalie Everett. Enjoy your last year of your 40s. Love you from Steph and Lexi. Uh, shout out to Larry and Nathan Andrew. They both walked away after a very serious uh, helicopter crash. Is it gyro? I don't want to. It's not gyro. Gyro helicopter crash on Strawberry Reservoir. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, glad yeah. you guys are okay. Uh, shout out to y'all. Thanks for the sweet hockey tickets. The girls and I had a blast. Natalie Philby. Cool. Thanks for listening. And, yeah. Um, you deserve them. And may I just add, Grizzlies did really good uh, over the weekend for their Friday, Saturday, Sunday run. They did a sweep. Oh, sweet. Uh, they swept it and uh, won all three of those games. Uh, happy birthday to Wendy Davis-Cox, Natalie Lynn, Herb Palmer, Max Gonzalez, uh, Kate Hernandez. Uh, can I do a shout-out? Happy 7th anniversary to my husband, Jeff. You make me happier than when I see my food coming in a restaurant. I love you. <laughs> now, now, Deb, on the other hand, that's going to be tough to have anybody make her happy enough. But more yeah, than just food that's coming. That's right. Uh, so anybody else having a birthday day? Hope you have a birthday. It's my grandson, uh, Dallin Turpin's birthday today too. So oh, happy birthday, cool. Dal. He's in Idaho, but maybe he's listening. Yeah. And, uh, we do need to do a little shout out. Uh, we know that, you know, obviously we said a, a birthday shout out to Lee last week. Uh, Jim, our midday guy had a birthday over the weekend oh, yeah. as well. So a big old shout out to our midday Jim or gentleman, Jim. And our front desk guy, Sean as well. Yes. So if you so. come in to pick up prizes and you see old Sean, yeah. Tell him a happy belated birthday. Yep, absolutely. Thanks so much. Morning shout-outs Monday through Friday about 8. Morgan Wallen and just one of those many 36 songs on his uh, <laughs> yep. title track album there, One Thing at a Time, uh, here on the Z. Now, I guess uh, we're getting stupider. <laughs> Our IQ has dropped for the first time in nearly a century. IQs tend to go up from generation to generation, something called the Flynn effect. Uh, in the last 90 years, they've increased an average of about three points per decade. However, a study <laughs> at Northwestern and the University of Oregon found the trend may have stalled out since 2006 or even reversed. Now, the biggest change they saw was in kids but they also found a slight dip in IQs across all age groups, even adults. That includes being worse at problem solving, math skills, and verbal reasoning. Now, they didn't look at what's causing it, but suggested it might have to do with our education system. That said, it's not just happening here. Uh, separate studies have found IQs might be dropping globally. Hmm. Other theories for what's behind it include more population changes in pollution. our diet. Uh, pollution. 
Oh, okay, not population. <laughs> well, I, well, it could be population, I guess. Yeah, more, more people. We got with more the, people, with and the so dumb. we're so we're more stupid. Uh, more pollution, changes in our diet, and our new obsession with phones and social media. Every day you do something stupider than you did the day before. So there you go. Well, I guess we are getting a little stupider, uh, and uh, that's not even really a word, right? I mean, now, what's it's the, more fl- stupid. the Flynn effect? is a substantial and long-sustained increase in both fluid and crystallized intelligent test scores that were measured in many parts of the world over the 20th century. Hmm. So there you go. I am proud of my stupidness. Just when I thought they couldn't get any stupider. Dump it or dig it, coming up next. Hey, Ty Herndon, Terry Clark. Yeah. Uh, They have a duet. What the? We're going to play it for you. We're going to see what you think about it. And somebody's going to win four tickets for the RMPRA Winter Series Rodeo this Saturday night in Ogden's Golden Spike Event Center. Talk about a flashback. I know, right? Put those two together right there. Dave and Dabs, dump it or dig it. Dump it or dig it brought to you by Baku Bikes and Scooters, and it's Ty and Terry. It is. Uh, Ty Herndon says, getting to duet with my friend Terry Clark on this track is like a dream come true. The second I heard this, I knew it had to go on my album as a tribute to all those people in our lives who just fit. Our husbands, wives, partners, best friends, and family members. Having people in our lives we can count on through the good times and the bad is so important uh, this song is for them with lyrics like, we go together like sand and good weather, uh, beers in a Yeti, dents on a Chevy. Ah, That like is it. the name of the song, Dents on a Chevy. We want to know what you think about it. Text us 801-570-5767, and we'll pick somebody randomly to win four tickets for this Saturday night's RMPRA Rodeo in the heated indoor arena at the Golden Spike Events Center. Of course, if you can afford uh, a Yeti, then you could afford to fix your dents in your Chevy. <laughs> let us know what you think either uh on the uh, studio line as well same number to you call to text also gets you here to the studio dump it or dig it ty herndon terry clark Treasure 
I would imagine if anybody said that that doesn't sound like country, you're the ones that are bringing our IQ average of <laughs> down over the last century. Uh, Ty Hearn and Terry Clark together on that one. Dance on a Chevy. Uh, oh, my, this song rings so true. Dig it all day. Tanya Joe. haven't heard a Terry Clark song in a long time. I'm going to dig it. Nathaniel Thompson said, said grooving song. You can totally dance to this. Totally dig it. Uh, Amy White, flashback to the 90s country. Love that. Robin Moran says dig it. Laurie Olson, dig it. Uh, good to hear from these two. Brings back my childhood of growing up on 90s country. Love this song. Already on my uh, iTunes uh christy fun song dig it tasha walmer like it really dig it ashley goddard dig it dang i miss the fiddle love it amy white uh dig it from kyle lindley kelly terry says dig it amy hughes is digging it roberta ewing i've missed terry clark i love her humongo dig for this song uh ashley peterson today's my anniversary this is the perfect song uh jason weiss dig it don't know about dancing but the bed will be bouncing uh (laughs) dig it elsie hall uh, love Ty Herndon, dig it. Amanda Baker, yes, love them from the first note. Dig it. I've missed Ty Herndon. I saw him in concert when I was 21, and I'm 48. Plus, let's be honest, I have to support our LGBTQ <laughs> country artists. There you uh, go. Michelle Adams. Jana Ogard, dig it. I can't wait to see Terry and Reba uh, coming up in, uh, that's just like a couple of weeks away, right? The 25th? Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, March 25th. Uh, Summer Andreasen, dig the 90s country. Linda Wood, uh, dig it. Chafin Winters, dig it. It makes sense about dancing on a Chevy. Might as well while you're broke down waiting for a tow. <laughs> Lydia Lyman, digging this one. Love Terry Clark. Colette Ziegler, dig it. It uh, has a 90s country feel. Let's hit our phones. Who is this? It's Jeff. What do you think, buddy? I dig it. You should like that one. has a little old school country feel to it. Definitely. Thanks, man. Happy Monday. Uh, let's see. It's my, let's see. Uh, dig, Step Broberg says dig it. Penny Jensen, Melissa Atwood, Haley, Barb Stewart, Tasha, um, dig it. Uh, Raylynn Dastrup, I love this song. So fun. Uh, dig it all the way. Loved it. McKenna Lindley, 50 50 dump it. Dig it. Didn't love it, but I love the rhymes. Uh, Chris Gillette, not a Chevy fan, but I like the song. Christy Camp, great song, dig it. Nadine Oliver, dig it. Catchy, it's okay, it'll grow on me. Becky Lindsay, definitely sounds like it's from the 90s. Dig it, uh, dig it. Good way to start the week. Bonnie Hoskins, dig it, love it. Bailey Jakes uh, says, dig it, love it. Uh, Tanner, the accountant. Uh, I like the good music on Z104 and I dig it. OMG, this is like a throwback on a Monday, love it, from Jeanette Kendall. Caleb Smith says, "Dig it, ran more dig it." I'm gonna say like yeah, it's done 90, pretty well. 90, 98.2. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Hi, uh, who is this? Hey, it's Mike. What hey, do you Mike. think? Oh, you know, I dig it, but it'd be better if it was dance on the Titan. <laughs> oh yeah, dancing on the Titan. Heck yeah! Come on, yeah. Dave. I know. See what you can do there. I know, man. That's great. Yeah. Uh, see what I can do about dancing a Titan. Uh, <laughs> I could get into a few more wrecks. All right, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Do you have any kind of a dent in your Titan? I don't. Nothing. I don't. But don't curse me. Little skiffer or anything. Don't curse me like that. I'm not. I'm just asking. I know, but now it's like now I'm a little nervous. (laughs) I I do have one in the Jeep. I had the door open and I backed out of the garage, so the door kind of hooked the side of the house. (laughs) Oh well, yeah, that would do it. (laughs) But it's not super bad unless you're looking for it. You really don't notice it. Is that why you can't shut the door on your uh, back thing? That's what I was worried about, but it shuts. Okay, good. Well, there you go. Um, I'm going to say 98.2. It did really well. Dents on a Chevy, Ty Herndon, and Terry Clark. We're going to see Terry Clark here coming up with Reba on the 25th.
But right now for the rodeo tickets. Gonna do some musical scrolling here when the music stops. Connie Hill. Connie Hill, you are the winner. Uh, I will uh, text you. We'll get these tickets to you. And we'll have another dump it or dig it tomorrow morning, 820, right here on Z104. Oh, my gosh. I uh, got out on my Baku bike. Uh, by the way, dump it or dig it's uh, brought to you and sponsored by Baku Bike. Bikes and the scooters. It really got me a little into the old spring fever. Our temperatures are now warming up, and we can buzz around on those things, hit the roads, hit the back trails on them. Get into a Baku e-bike or and or scooter for you and the whole family. From uh, road to off-road, to aching your game and elevating your game to another level. Baku e-bikes and scooters. Check it out at Baku.com, B-A-K-C-O-U.com. Cody Johnson, of course, a little reminder that he will be a part of Country Fan Fest. Coming up here, before you know it, it'll be uh, time to head on out there to the desert at Peak Complex. It'll be 105 degrees, 104.3 out there. Now, don't don't discourage (laughs) everybody. Man, it's hot. Deb, what if it's only like 100? Then we're good. (laughs) We are. It'll be Uh, fun no matter what. It really will be. And not only that, but... Uh, most likely you'll be able to come and just hang out in the air-conditioned fan, uh, uh, you know, the uh, Fan Fest. Uh, fan club. Fan club tent. Um, we'll give you some more details on that as soon as we get them here as well. But it will be a lot of fun. Parker McCollum, uh, Hardy, another liner, and Cody Johnson. Sawyer Brown, Scotty McCreary, Ashley McBride, Ernest, Priscilla Block. It's all coming up with uh, Country Fan Fest. July 26th, Deseret Peak Complex out there in Tooele County. So there are a few little ways that they're talking about improving next year's Oscars based on this year's Oscars. Okay? Okay. Because you always, that was last night, and so then they kind of take a look at it and evaluate it. Like, for instance, make uh, Brendan Fraser attend in that fat suit. (laughs) That would have been kind of cool, I think. It would have been, actually, right? I actually think that would have been kind of cool, yeah. Uh, Put a wig on John Travolta. Okay. Replace Cocaine Bear with Lindsay Lohan. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's kind of an obvious one. Duh. More Indian dance numbers. Okay. Um, keep the camera on Rihanna until she gives birth. <laughs> And then, of course, uh, remind Lady Gaga that there's a dress code. It is Monday, yes. Monday morning, TGIM, our favorite day of the week. Monday! Monday, Monday, Monday. We love Mondays. I'm staring out into space. A blank look on my face. I'll take a long nap, cause I'm always bored Mondays. I wish my office could get a 60-inch TV set. Cause focus I lack, baby, always bored Monday, hey. Uh, Parker McCollum, Handle on You. Again, another one of those artists that we were just talking about out there at Country Fan Fest, July 26th through the 29th. Now, Ticketmaster thinks that you're actually going to be happy if they explain (laughs) why they charge so much. Ticketmaster and Live Nation. It's not that bad. Just let us tell you why we charge so much. Let's. We want to tell you why. Now, they've been kind of roasted lately, and so they have uh, come up with a solution. And if they tell us why, how much everything is for freaking tickets, uh, then hopefully we'll be able to understand. Ticketmaster is working on a plan to educate both politicians and the general public about their practices and fees. 
Uh, so we will appreciate what goes into the cost of a ticket. A Live Nation exec says we've got to now go out and do a much better job so policymakers and consumers understand how our business operates. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel better. Um, we're free, by the way. We're still free. Free radio. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so you get what you pay for, so to speak. Yeah. Hey, how about some topless swimming for everybody? You into that? Topless would, would swimming? You, yeah. Would you be into that? Uh, if I was by myself, but not, <laughs> not if I'm with anybody else. No. Women in Berlin will soon be able to swim top swim topless in the city's public pools. Oh, wow. The legis- Germany's going 2023. Right. The legislation came about after two uh, women took legal action after one was told to leave a pool for sunbathing topless. And the other was told to cover up at the different uh, public pool at a different public pool. City officials agreed that the women had been uh, discriminated against, and now all visitors to Berlin's pools can go without a top. I mean, women and men made the same up there, except for we have a little more uh, tissue, right? You know, right. So I kind of get it, but I I'm not saying I want to do it. But uh, I know, and I, uh, you know, if you actually think about this, the anatomy, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, you just sit there and think, okay, what's the big deal? How can we always make you such can show a your big nips, deal? But I can't, right? I don't want to, right? But- <laughs> yeah, and I, I kind of get it, except for some reason, uh, you know, obviously, I don't think females are attracted to our uh, chestal area. Oh yeah, are we? Yeah. Are you? A good chest? Yeah. But like sexually attracted like a man is with a, a woman's chestal area? Like one of those things? I think so. Huh. Um, well, then uh, I guess we should be even all the way around, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, it's I just, really it's don't just, see it. Yeah. I really don't see it making over I here. I mean, I get making it. Making it over here I, to America. But I get it. But like you said, if you're just thinking about anatomy, it's just a little bit more fleshy. Well, that's the same thing with downstairs too. No, we just have no. no that's totally nope, different. No, nope, Deb, Deb, now that's Deb, no, no, no. The only thing that's different, we both have hair down there. The only thing that's different, and males just have a little more fleshy. No, than the females. No, Dave, that's it. No, it's totally. That's it. It's not even kind of the same. Why? Why? You're saying uh, the the male and female. Dave, if uh, I the, have to explain to you why we're different. <laughs> Well, My we know hell. that we're we know we're different up top. You're just saying there's just a little bit more fleshy material. Well, there is, but down below it's and, totally and different. Guys, all no. we have is just a little bit more fleshy. No, that's all it is. Nope. You try to produce a baby out of that thing; it's totally different. Oh no! Well, yo, I totally agree there. <laughs> well, I totally agree there. <laughs> it's totally different. But I'm just saying, as far different as uses. aesthetic, as far as looks go, I mean, it's just like okay, a guy has just a few more groceries than a the female. Few more. You know, well, I'm speaking for myself, Deb. I mean, I'm not talking about <laughs> I'm not talking about huge, but uh, however, it was kind of funny. I do have to play this little thing. Hugh Grant uh, was doing a little presentation last night. 
Oh, at yeah. the Oscars. We talked about a scrotum. We're actually here to do two things. The first is to raise awareness about the vital importance of using a good moisturizer. <laughs> Andy has been wearing one every day for the last 29 years. I've never used one in my life. Still stunning. Uh, basically a scrotum. <laughs> so he pointed, he pointed to her and said, still stunning. And then he looked at himself and pointed to himself. So... Anyway, um, now, speaking of differences between men and women, now, stay-at-home moms. How about this? You're worth big bucks. Uh, so says a judge in Spain who awarded a woman $215,000 for her unpaid domestic labor as part of a divorce settlement. Judge Laura Ruiz Alaminos made the call based on the annual minimum wage throughout the couple's marriage and went on to tack on a monthly pension of $527 to go on permanently. Ivana Morale welcomed the decision, saying, I was supporting my husband in his work and in the family as a member and uh, as a mother and a father. I was never allowed access to his financial affairs. Everything was in his name. That a girl. So there you go. She got... <laughs> Two hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, we've heard about that. What would we've done these before? Where what would you be paid if you billed hourly for laundry and taxi and right. chef services right. and you know things like that? And of course, now we have to open it up, kind of, to stay-at-home dads too. Yeah. You know, who yeah. are doing the same thing. Now, you ready uh, to get into a little bit of think fast? Got our brains rolling. Well, I don't know about the brains rolling, but... Absolutely. Sure. running on about two hours of sleep. Heck so yeah. <laughs> let's see what you've got, Dave. Um, and this goes to prove to all of us uh, why the nation uh, average of IQ has gone down. So we'll <laughs> oh, find <no>. out <laughs> how this goes. Okay. Uh, something annoying that neighbors do. Deb. Uh, party loud. Okay. There really isn't... This isn't uh, one attached to a letter. So okay. any you know answer is good. Lee, do you have one anyway? When there animal poops in your yard. Okay, a good excuse to stay home on a Saturday night. Ooh, Ty, you're sick. Now there's something good on TV. Okay, uh, name something that takes all day. Oh, Ty again. The morning Lawn show. work. <laughs> what did you say, Lee? Yard work. Yard work. Yeah, the morning show does take all day. It's horribly long. I'm sorry. Uh, sometimes it could be moving furniture with some of us, too, as well as that goes. Uh, all name, day? <laughs> if it's a good day. Sorry, name, Linda. <laughs> name the first video game you remember playing. Ooh, dead by Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Oh, okay, both of you. And then name something you said. Did you break the counter over there? Man, you hit your ringer dinger. I want to win, time. Dave. I want to win. Man, I'm in it you to are win it. Serious about this stuff. Oh, my goodness. Name something you sit on, starting with an F. Ooh, Deb. Futon. All right, Lee. Did you have anything else? Oh. I don't. All right. No. Not so much. All right. No. Give me a word in Spanish, starting with M. Deb. Muerte. Muerte. Oh, that's a good one out what of nowhere. That? Yeah. What is it? Death. Death. Uh, you could say madre. Si. Claro. Uh, manana. Manana. Yeah. Manana. It's, it's, it's like a banana. It's like a banana. It's, it's like. I'll see you, manana. <laughs> it's like, I was like, what? It's, is it's that like kind a of a combination? It's like of a banana. But it's, tomorrow morning but it's, in a banana? It's a, Asta manana. It's a, it's a, it's a, 
it's a it's a man it's a different kind of banana it's banana hey my wife talked to a lady the other day that her name is uh tanana Oh, and really? she really did say she goes. It is just like banana with a T. Tanana. Tanana. Give me a word in French starting with B. Deb. Bonjour. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what I would have Give said. Give me a word in German starting with F. Lee. Frankfurt. Fraulein. What? Fraulein. Fraulein. What is that? Woman. It's a woman. Okay. Uh, give me a word in Japanese starting with D. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. Yeah, actually, that would work. <laughs> Do you want to sing the whole song? No, I just did. Uh, give me a word in Minnesotan, starting with you. Uh, uh, umbrella. Umbrella. I mean, up there. They say that it, this one I I didn't even know, but I uh, it's Ufta. Oh, Ufta. Not you, familiar with the old Ufta. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm used to uh, Scotch. Isn't that's, that what you clean yourself in the shower with? Well, that's when I'm going home. Is an oofta. Oofta the show. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I just remember uh, I had a, a friend from Minnesota. It was a scotch. Oh, yeah. It means just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. A little bit of think fast. Good morning, good people. Welcome to Monday. Good morning and welcome to Monday. Welcome to Monday. The day after daylight saving time, you're all messed up. I am plenty messed up. Daylight saving, not plural, time. Can I go back to bed now? It's Monday. Shake off the covers. Get out of bed. Let's get this week started. It's Kelsey Ballerini and Hart first on the Z. Dating Chase Stokes, and he isn't just dating her. He's also a fan. People are posting videos of him watching her perform on stage. Some show him dancing and singing at the soundboard, and some from the stage entrance. You know, we started hearing these little rumors about him at first, and then it was kind of like, hey, we saw him holding hands, and then the next thing you know, oh, we saw him kissing. And, I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty much out in the open now that they're, they're pretty much an He's item. He's done with Madeline Klein and moved on to Kelsey Ballerini. Now... Kelsey would be one that I would, I don't know why, but it would just seem to me like she might be one that would, upon giving birth, she would probably make sure that everybody is all uh, prettied up for the socials, right? Oh, yeah. Now, how many of us are seeing this more and more? Oh, Normally, I look, I look at mine from back in the, oh my, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even want to see them. Yeah. They're just horrific. Well, and we've got phones on They're every all camp. Up yeah. From a, a, is it preeclampsia? Is that what it's called? I don't know. It, yeah, it's terrible. And, and preeclamp. I don't know what it's yeah. called. Yeah, and not yeah, to mention how the husbands look. <laughs> well, you've been up all night and rubbing her legs That's, and telling her it's going to be all right. She's telling you to f off. <laughs> And you're, <laughs> she's telling you that she doesn't want you to yeah, even ever get close to her pi- again. The final picture does not tell the story. <laughs> but they're saying pushing in style when you're about to deliver a baby. The last thing on your mind is probably how you look, right? Well, wrong. I can't get sweaty. I can't get sweaty. Turns out there's a whole bunch of moms out there that want to be able to squeeze in a glam session and makeover right before they give birth. 
They say it's because they know they'll be documented and they want to look their best, especially for the pictures they know will be seen again and again and again. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm glad I didn't have that, that because right? mine are absolutely horrific. That just seems like a lot of pressure to me. Uh, you oh, know, to, it be, is. Have, to just have to sit You'd there and so try to come on. You'd be so worried about how you're going to look when you're done. I don't want to sweat off my mascara. I don't want to sweat off my foundation. I don't want to look puffy. <laughs> and then you're exhausted. I can only imagine afterwards, you know, sitting there trying to get all uh, fixed up to for that first little picture of holding the baby. Now, there are some people that are like, I don't give a crap. Go ahead. If you want to take a picture, that's fine. I am who I am. I look how I look. And it's kind of like you're getting what you get. You <laughs> then know? I look at the ones that are so glamorous and I'm like, huh. Yeah. I, I don't even look like that on my best day of my life. And don't you like how um, TV and movies um, portray birth? You know, they're like, uh, uh, and then the baby comes and out and, they, and yeah. they look like they're three months old. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is fine. They're not blue. I mean, they're, you don't sit there because when we, can we all admit that at least those people who have been in the delivery room and you see that blue thing come out and you're like holy crap it's dead you know it's scary it's it is it's scary it, it, it is scary is everything all right uh you try to you watch the doctor's eyes any telltale sign that something's yeah, wrong right yeah it's uh, scary. you know you're sitting there counting fingers and toes and whatever else yep. and you know um <clears throat> all right there's an interesting story here that uh surfaced and um I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you, but this uh, this was a story about how somebody recently had lunch with a friend. She left a $5 tip on a $15 bill, which is pretty good. That's 30%, that right? Yeah. No, that's uh, what is that? that's 20%, right? That's that so that's yeah. It's, oh no, it's 20%. even more. Yeah. So it's more. It's like 30% and um listen to me do my what I math. <laughs> Try to figure, well, figure that out. That's not an area where it's, either one of us shine, so I'm not going to fault you at that. And uh anyway, she left a $5 tip um uh through her debit card. Okay. Now listen to this. The waitress wrote a 1 on the receipt increasing to $15 increasing 100% the tip, tip? Yep, increasing the tip to $15. No way. First question. That little bianch. Yeah. No way. First question, would you have noticed that? Because, I, you know, after it comes back. I probably wouldn't. You kind of, yeah, I mean. And I, mean, when I it, hate to say that for anybody that's going to be my server, but I probably yeah. wouldn't notice. Until the bill comes through. Now, would you notice on the bank? I probably wouldn't notice then. Oh, then I'm going to be your next server. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you would. You Now, look. Do you ever look at your bank account? As to uh, what comes through your debit? I Basically, I just check the balance. Oh, Deborah. I know. I know. So you could go out to eat. Say, for instance, it is... I'm just going to pick I a mean, plate. I mean, if it's $100 and it's $200, I'm going to notice. But if it's $100... Yeah, but if you're not looking... If it's $100 if and I gave a $20 tip and it goes through as 130 or 140 I'm probably not going to notice. I'm probably not going to do the... That's too much exact math, but if it's vague numbers... I'm probably not going to notice. You go and have lunch with somebody, and it's twenty bucks, and somebody puts on a one hundred dollar tip well, instead I'm gonna, of a ten. I'm going to notice that because I'm going to think, well, it was twenty something, and then a tip. It's probably thirty or forty bucks, whatever. But you wouldn't notice it until you got back from the bank because you're signing the ticket, 
And then what they do is they take the ticket afterwards, and then they're yeah. adding their one. So you would have to notice it when it comes through the bank and that I you just spent 150 have, bucks I, at Cafe Rio. I actually have a little notice thing that uh, ta- I get a text. Sometimes I get a text on the separate tip amount. I don't always. I don't know why that is, but sometimes I get a, oh. a text on the tip amount. Oh, really? That's kind of cool. Who do you bank with? Just for the fun uh, of Mountain it? America. Oh, okay. How come you don't bank with the church? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't have anything against any kidding. other credit unions just or banks. And, uh, that uh, just happens to be where I set up my right, account. Right, right. And that's kind of, ha- isn't that the way it goes most of the yeah. time? Whatever we normally set up like 10, 20 years ago or 30 or whatever it might be, then you just kind of stay with it, right? Just because you've, uh, you've yeah, I haven't, you know, I can't say that. I've had a bad experience with anybody else. And and Mountain America's been fine. Now, so. to finish the story here, it said she only noticed because she's pretty religious about checking her bank balances and stuff like that, and she uh, chose not to notify the restaurant had it had been my receipt. Absolutely, I would have told the if restaurant. If I had noticed, I would have told the restaurant. <laughs> but but she know, didn't. It's <clears throat> maybe thirty seventy that I'm going to notice. Would you go back uh, to that restaurant, or would you be hesitant? I would go back if I liked the food, but I'd be damn sure I checked the tip amount before I left. Especially and, if you got... Now, if you got the same... If you could remember who the same person was, then then I would definitely be checking. I'd be like, what the hell? And I'd probably say something yeah. to her or him. Yeah. I mean, that's something that you don't just let fly easily. But, you know what I mean? But I have wondered sometimes when I write. Now, my friend puts, and I've started doing this, a dollar sign in front of the amount of the tip. Oh, that's a good idea. So they can't really change it, like really close to the digit. That's that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess the... I guess the other thing would be that you just have to sort of... I don't know how, what else uh, you could do. As That's what as, I've started yeah, doing. Yeah. That's my little tip of the day. No, that is a good tip, actually. No pun intended. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we got Battle of the Sexes coming up here towards the bottom of the hour. Going, going, gone. Luke Combs, going, going, gone. Gone are the days where we used to have daylight at oh my God, 6.45 in the morning. <laughs> It's, Gone. Dave, it's one hour. Are the days. Okay, it's one hour. <laughs> However, it made a difference last night, didn't it, Deborah? It did. It did. It did. I was stressed about some other stuff and then add that on top of it. And then I woke up like 45 minutes earlier than I needed to and I couldn't go back to sleep. It's fun, isn't it? So, yeah, it's yeah, really fun. It's really fun. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, well, uh, so some top movie songs of all time. Can you think of one without looking at this list? Far, wherever you are. That one? Is it on there? No. No, it's not, actually. I'm looking. It's not. It's not. Really? (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's interesting. Titanic would be on there. Yeah. Hey, by the way. Uh, saw Titanic at the Hale Center Theater over the weekend. Oh, how was it? Oh, my gosh. So good. Uh, now, it, it goes like two and a half hours. They do a little intermission and stuff. But, man, the way they 
blow my mind at the way they do their scenery. I have no idea where they store all this stuff. They come up with, they, I mean, they came up with a whole ship deck. Well, that building is huge. Yeah. And it rent and and it goes on a big huge angle just like the ship was. Wow. So when it was sinking, they have all of this stuff going on. Oh my gosh, it was really good. Uh, anyway, if you have a chance to see it, you, you uh, might want to do that. Now coming in at number ten, staying alive. Of course, mm. the Bee Gees from Saturday Night uh, Fever. I love every one of these songs. Yeah, it really is good stuff. Keep going. Uh, Call Me by Blondie from American Gigolo. I remember when that came out, I'm like, what's a gigolo? And I had to look it up. Did you really? (laughs) Did you? uh, But but that was a long time ago. I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, End of the Road, Boys to Man from Boomerang. Okay. I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston from The Bodyguard. Uh, Night Fever, BG, Saturday Night Fever. You're going to find that there's going to be about three or four of these on this top ten list here. Uh, Coming in at number five as best uh, movie song of all time, Flashdance, What a Feeling by Irene Cara from Flashdance. And then Eye of the Tiger, of course, we can't forget about that, Survivor from Rocky Three. How Deep Is Your Love from the Bee Gees from Saturday Night Fever, number three. Everything I Do, I Do It For You, Brian Adams, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves uh, was the uh, one at number number two. Now, according to Billboard, this is the number one movie song of all time. And I didn't hit the post. Sorry, Lionel. (laughs) The only thing that's right. Uh, Endless Love, of course. There's a couple of different versions, but this one is the with Diana Ross there, so you can From hear movie it. Movie of the same name. Endless Love, which uh, I don't want to say uh, it'll date me, but it was on our uh, cassette for our wedding. <laughs> 1981. Uh, but you could have used it long after it came out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't mean I mean, that you we had to use it. Used yeah. it last week. If yeah, you Deb. Wanted. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't. I know, Dave. Yeah, I think I was only dating myself because of cassettes. <laughs> That's all I was dating myself for. <laughs> yeah, so. right. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm surprised. It really, is a good one. Uh, Titanic isn't on there though yeah that is true that is my love will go on or whatever it's called and i didn't know this or not now they did everything pretty much historically correct in this uh uh, hail center theater production i was a little surprised and i I don't know why i didn't think about this that jack and rose those were made up characters on titanic and so i was you know i was sitting there waiting for the characters of jack and rose to be there during the play but this is more they were right on the money with all of the... Uh, so Jack and Rose aren't in the play? Uh, no, they're not. Yeah, it huh. was more... It, that so was, it's not their that love That was a made-up thing. Yeah, it was... It so was, what's it about? I mean, I know the well, ship sinks in the end, but <laughs> it's just about people on a ship that sinks? There's no yeah. love story or anything? Well, I mean, there's some, obviously, some little stories that go along with different couples that are on there and, and, uh, and how it kind of develops. And another thing that... It came up in the play that it didn't in the movie. I don't think it did in the movie. Now tell me if it if it did, um, Deb. But that is one of the guys said if I he felt like it was his fault because he took over for the captain at the wheel. The captain ignored several warnings about glaciers, mm-hmm. you know, that came through, 
And then this other guy, he sort of took uh, the wheel there for a minute, for a Captain little bit. Take the wheel. Yeah. Jesus and, should have taken the wheel. I know. That's who should have taken the wheel. But he felt like he felt like it was his fault because he and he made an interesting observation. I didn't even think about this. He says, "I tried slowing the ship down, turning it. I tried telling him back off on the engines, turn the wheel as fast as I can. Let's try to avoid this thing." He said, and he, and the damage came from hitting it from the on the side. Oh, he said, had I have stopped the engine and just taken the ship on head on into the iceberg, the tip of the ship was the tip of the ship. Tip of the ship would have hit it, and they th- are thinking that maybe it wouldn't have done as much damage. I didn't even think yeah, about that. Yeah, but you don't know. You no, can't you don't. Blame but, him because you don't know. Yeah, it still would have. But blown off the tip of the ship. Well, maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe I guess. But uh, it was interesting. I just thought that was uh, kind of strange the way that came up uh, uh, in the play. It sounds really good, though. But anyway, uh, always uh, doing a good job there at the Hale Theater. Now, the game that pits man against woman. It's Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. 570-5767. 570-5767. All right, take this thing head on. Guy against girl. Call us now. Got four tickets for the RMPRA Rodeo this Saturday night in Ogden's Golden Spike Event Center. Good stuff. That event runs both Friday and Saturday night this weekend. So you'll be able to grab tickets at uh, Golden uh, GoldenSpikeEventsCenter.com or any of the uh, Les Schwab locations along the uh, northern part of the state. Morning, the Z. Who is this? Steven. Oh, they're listening to oh, Lionel Richie Steven. in the background. My endless love. All right, Steven, good to have you along, but <laughs> see if we can't. Let's see if we can't find I thought you. I'd finish it for you, Steven, so you could play the game. Yeah, yeah thanks. Please. Uh, is this a female? Yes, it is. What's your name? Stephanie. Stephanie and Steph Steve. And Steve. <laughs> Steph and Steve. All right, Steph, we're going to go first, okay? Okay. Uh, who is the majority owner of the WWE? Ric Flair, Vince McMahon, or Hulk Hogan? Mm, I'm going to go with the first one. It's the second one, Vince McMahon. I don't know hmm. if I would know that. That's a pretty tough question. I, I do gonna, I'll do. i give you I credit on that. I actually would know that one. Would you really? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how. Trivia along the way. <laughs> yeah, all right, uh, Stephen, here's your question. Who hosted the Oscars last night? Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Amy Schumer. Jimmy Kimmel. There you go. All right, Steph. Uh, which tool would most likely be used by a plumber or electrician to cut through copper pipe? Hacksaw, circular saw, or table saw? Hmm. Hacksaw. Yes. Okay. Uh, this one uh, is, and I'm going to also um, give you a little side note on this. Which former One Direction member is the newest judge on The Voice? Is it Harry Styles, Zayn Malik, or Niall Horan? Harry Styles. It is Niall Horan. And by the way, I'm just going to take a little brief intermission. Thomas Rhett did a little something with Niall Horan. Me and the band learned this song yesterday, and we rehearsed it this morning. So we're going to give you our best shot. Um, we all please welcome to the stage Mr. Niall Horan.
There you go. I won't play the whole thing. I know it's just a brief little intermission that we're taking here. but It was uh, the C2C Festival in London on Friday. Song called uh, Slow Hands. And it was Niles' hit Slow Hands that they rehearsed and did together. Which is different than the Pointer Sisters' Slow Hands. Because <laughs> this one's plural. Right. He's got okay. both of them going on. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Did he even go back to when it, he gave me the answer? He said it was Harry Styles. No, it's Niall Horan on that one. So. All right, uh, Steph, mm-hmm. uh, the Mulgineer, Modulneer, Modulneer is the name of a fictional magical weapon in the Marvel Universe. Which hero is the owner of the weapon? Iron Man, Loki, or Thor? The Modulneer. Modulneer. If you would have let me help you out with that. Oh, no, I Dave, I should have asked for the man's help. Iron Man. <laughs> Uh, it's Thor. It's the name of his hammer. Modulnir. Who even knew that? Um, except, however, I'm going to go home and use that on my wife. The Modulnir? Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, honey. I got a Modulnir. Oh, <laughs> Except I'm just going to say it. I've got a Modulnir. Bye. <laughs> All right, uh, Stephen, here's your question. Uh, you can win it on this one. What day of the week would you associate with Jenna Ortega? Here's a TV, uh, there's a TV show and a dance she's known for. Is it Friday, Sunday, or Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah. Did you know that or was that a guess? I knew it. Yeah, you knew it. Oh, that was such a good show. Yeah, good job. All right, that means Stephen is our winner, Steph. Thanks for playing. Thank you. Love you. Have a good Monday. Yeah, both of you. Have a great Monday. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll get more information here from you, Stephen. Hang on tight. Morgan Wallen on the Z in seven summers. Uh, before you know it, it'll be in the middle of the summer, and we'll be going, I wish that it was 50 degrees again. <laughs> it just... Now, pro- I said the name of Thor's hammer wrong. It's the Molnir. But the way they gave it to me is M-A-J-O-L-E-N-E-A-R, the right, pronunciation. The, the phonetical. The phonetic thing was, and I should have known it was the Molnir, but, but I didn't know. So sorry about that. It's still the hammer. The That's hammer right. of Thor. That's right. The hammer of Dave. Yes. <laughs> so listen to this little story. You ready? There's this lady. She reapplied for her own job. 25-year-old woman in New York noticed that her company posted a job listing for the same job she does, a tech writer, and the advertised pay was a lot more than she was making. <laughs> that would make me so Oh, my mad. gosh. It was, li- listen to this. It was 32000 to $90,000 more. To make things worse, she'd been trying to get a salary bump for months without any luck. So she applied for the new gig, which was her job. She tweeted about it, went viral. The company responded by taking the listing down and then reposting it as a separate job. Then they claimed it was an internal posting and wasn't meant for anyone to apply externally. Uh, Then they floated talk uh, about possible layoffs at the company. It's unclear what madness was going on behind the scenes, but the woman says she hasn't been contacted about her application for the new higher-paying job, and she actually expects to be fired for drawing attention to this fiasco. Yeah, it sounds like she'll also uh, be fine, though. She's using this uh, unexpected attention to promote a book of poetry that she put out last year, and now it's selling like crazy. People are sending her job offers and listings, and she's actively pursuing them. But this has all happened within the past week, so she's still working at that same company for now. (laughs) That's crazy. And the huge 60K range is probably intentionally vague 
as a way of getting around putting a specific number in there. They'd probably claim that it's different levels of experience as well. But, man, it sounds like that, you know, uh, well, it would be just like us. <laughs> like the a station. brand new morning show pays one hundred twenty-five thousand right. dollars a right. year. Heck yeah, jump on board! <laughs> well, hell, babe, let's well, apply. We got to hurry and apply for that sucker. <laughs> However, I don't know if we would have enough good content for an air check uh, and a, a an audition tape, uh, or you know, to go ahead and apply for it. But it would be worth a shot. Hey, we have a few little leftovers we're going to get to here coming up right after the break. Well, it's a lovely sound, and it sounds like we are just about to the weekend. Yay! It depends on which way you look. I'm going to take my Molnir and get out of here. <laughs> Deb, you don't have a hammer. You, yes, I uh, do, Dave. Not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, not that, but not that kind. <laughs> I just didn't know you carried it around with you, that's all. I just didn't know what it was called. Okay. 574 bucks. I wonder how many Molniers that'll buy you. That'll get you a few. That's a big chunk of money in our mystery sound, and it comes up in exactly an hour from now at 10.50. Chance for you to win all of the guesses and previous clues and the sound itself right there on our website. Make sure you check that out ahead of time and you won't give up a guess. Don't forget to play Ned Ledoux Ticket Tag. Ned Ledoux with Neon Union presented by Enable Utah. Uh, and welcome by Z104. That is June 16th, Ogden City Amphitheater. Tickets go on sale Friday, but you can win them all week with Ticket Tag, 740, 1140, and 340. And a little friendly reminder that if you want to go out to sea with D&D, you can enter to win a seven-night Mexican Riviera cruise. And that cruise is on October 21st. And that runs uh, right up until the 28th of October. For that full week, it'll be a lot of fun. Z104country.com for all the details. And, of course, if you go ahead and book a cruise, which is uh, sweet, and you end up winning the cruise, they'll actually reimburse you for that as well. Also, enter to win to see Sam Hunt in Vegas. You'll get two nights at Resorts World Las Vegas and two tickets to the show. A fun little getaway to go see Sam uh, at Resorts World. You know, it is the fifth best day of the week. It is. I, I love Monday. Yeah. But not as much as I love Friday. I know. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Eventually, we will get there. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, taking us along. Thank you continually. Yes. For taking the Z uh, along with you. Thanks for putting up with us. Oh, my gosh. And all day long, too, as well. Just, you uh, Molniers. You, <laughs> and, and actually, you're going to be able to enjoy some music now, too. Yeah. So that's a good. We'll be back at the crack. Tune in anyway. Well, kids, that's our show for today. I must be going. So long. Farewell. Our feet and saying goodbye. Goodbye to you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> 